Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, the July 17th episode of Fan with the Fanbyte Podcast. It is me, once again, here, still, alive, braving the humidity. Steven Strom, managing editor at uh, fanbyte.com. I have another managing editor with me this week, and their name is Merritt Kay. Hey, what's up? Not much. How are you? Uh, you know, hot. Mm, mm-hmm. Man, it's Nikki? a hot one. Oh. It's mm-hmm. a hot one. You hate to see. It's, it's not the heat. It's the like, humidity. I don't know if you had to quantify. Like, how many inches would you say it is from the midday sun? It's like seven. Mm. About seven. About seven. Yeah. The other voice that you hear right there, adding uh, this beautiful math to our equations, is Nikki Grayson, the social media specialist at Fanbyte.com. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, it's also hot here. It's the summer. Yeah. Yeah. And some say that in the northern hemisphere. Heat. It's the yeah. summer. We may have Australian listeners. Who knows? That's true. I don't know. Yeah, I honestly don't know. Maybe they've sent us emails and I haven't read them yet. <laughs> uh, when I was in New York last week, or was it last week? Week and a half ago? I don't Whenever know. it was. I just was reminded about like what that city feels and smells like in the middle of July. Uh-huh. Um, Is it good? And it's just it's an a good experience. Smell. I mean, it's, mostly it's not garbage. a good smell. It's mm. mostly trash. Um... But so, my body didn't reject it as thoroughly as I thought it was going to. And I think that means I've I've been in New York for enough time. Is there is that that strike still going on? The garbage strike? There was a garbage strike, right? That's a thing in New York? Uh yes. The stri- the garbage went on strike. It was like no more being thrown away. Um, We'd live with you now. <laughs> uh I uh actually I don't I don't know. I've Googled the words trash strike New York City. Uh-huh. Um, in 1968, there was a great garbage strike. Oh. And this image just looks like the street today. So, like, I don't know. I, I do need to stop you there, Nikki, because you mentioned 1968. And we have something very important to talk about that also takes place in the mid-60s. Damn, uh, what a segue. Uh, <laughs> and, and, like, all good segues, it is only improved by somebody <laughs> saying, damn, what a segue. <clears throat> We have a there are uh, a PUBG official season four cinematic trailer all pulled up right now on on various different computers and we were going to watch them in sync with each other. I I have not watched this at all yet. Have either of you actually? No, seen this? I haven't seen it. Yeah, I just did, and I'm gonna. Watch I do it see it says 1965 on it though, so that's very yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to learn about the 50 year lore of uh, Player Notes Battlegrounds all at once right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, ready. Three. Uh, on on zero, I think. Like, three, two, okay. one, go. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay, sandals. Yep. Mm-hmm, sandals. It's 1965. No socks. That's good. Look at that I water. It's wet. <laughs> what? What? Um, <laughs> this is the origin story for Skullface in Metal Gear Solid Five. finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> finally. How did his skull become his face? Mm-hmm. Foreign soldiers invaded his homeland, and with each um, new country that took him, uh, took him, uh, he his language also changed. Mm-hmm. That's what we're about to find out about this boy. This looks like the trailer to like an indie game where you learn to like have empathy for your enemies or something. It, it looks like a "This War of Mine" trailer, like the the, 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 the like the Sims, but like horrible Russian. Like dead that was children. The, that was the Animaniacs Tower back there. Oh. But what I found in the rubble of my childhood awakened me. I was the first lone survivor of Erangel. 
Is this the guy who created the <gasps> PUBG games? This is the guy who created the Battlegrounds. This is Player Unknown. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Finally. This is where the timeline diverges. In another timeline, uh, this guy creates his own fighting tournament, and uh, Heihachi has to do battle with his son. <laughs> and then in another timeline, you get sent to an island where you have to build stuff. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't know that he's the dude who created the Battlegrounds. This is... The kid didn't even. This is dumb because, like, the kid didn't. The kid didn't fight for his survival. No, he just got lucky. It doesn't make literally any sense. <laughs> Welcome to my battleground. I'll show you my glorious battleground. <laughs> That's player unknown. That is that is player unknown. Hey, okay, why? Okay, child, literally of war. Mm hmm experiences the war happen and destroy the island the small island nation or whatever that is very small yeah uh -huh. very small for a country um destroyed the island then some stuff happens in the middle and then he gets a lot of money and then develops a, a game show for his own personal enjoyment where he just collects a hundred people and then throws them out of the same exact planes that bombed his country mm -hmm. 60 years ago. He found That's them. That's the plot. And recruited the planes. He was like, I need the best of the best. And you have proven to me that you are the best. Uh, this is actually, like, I, I made I made a joke about this uh, making no sense uh, before, but actually this makes perfect sense. This is just a metaphor for the rich and how they believe. It's like, well, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. I didn't get bombed by one of the planes. So, like, if you shouldn't get bombed by one of the planes. You, if you just want it hard enough, you just won't get bombed by one of the planes. So, mm -hmm. easy. Uh, you're saying that it's art. It's. I'm saying it's that it's it's the only art. Plunk bat is art. Oh boy. Write it down. Oh boy. The player unknown battlegrounds incorporated company Blue hired. Hole, I'm trying to find. They just hired a person who was in charge of um, developing lore. Yeah. So presumably uh -huh. this is their first joint. Well, it's. Um, they've got that. They've got like a single player game coming out. Yeah. So. Oh, maybe that's going to explain how this child of war went from being a child to owning a murder island. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be a shooter. It's just going to be like a business sim. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be great. It's just universal paperclips, basically. Mm -hmm. oh, except... You're turning everything into battlegrounds. <laughs> Perfect. Mm -hmm. Every yeah uh huh every continent becomes an its own individual island. All the entire population is segmented into groups of one hundred. Uh, yeah, it's perfect. Uh, every house a home, every land a battleground. Uh huh. Welcome to it. Welcome to my battleground. Because well, this is my story. My castle doctrine. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> if you step foot inside my house, I'm allowed to drop you into a fucking jigsaw pit <laughs> with <laughs> dogs who have razor blades for teeth at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And that's just. I mean, I think that's good. Yeah. You think they're going to get Flo Rida to do a cover of Welcome to My House, except it's Welcome to My Battleground? Oh, no, it, they won't get Flo Rida to do it. They will get somebody else to do it, and it'll be like a really slow, like, uh, like a piano <laughs> cover. They'll <cover. laughs> get, like, the orchestra that did the Halo theme. <laughs> They'll get the, the Gregorian monks. Yeah, we went all the way to Prague uh, and brought Flo Rida to compose. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I just went to a movie, like a Hollywood-produced movie. I went to go see Spider-Man this weekend, and every mm-hmm. single fucking trailer before that movie was just that. <laughs> it was just actually yeah. Gregorian monks singing, like, a David Bowie song or whatever, and it's a movie about, like, how, like, I don't know, Iwo Jima or something. There was some, there was some movie about World War II, Midway, I think it was literally called Midway. Great. It's, it's bad out there. Good. It's bad out there, folks. Well, well, last thing on PUBG, the the PUBG article on Wikipedia is locked and extended protected until August 7th what? at 1:30 p.m. because of vandalism. What does that mean? What how do you what do you have to do to a Wikipedia article to to get it locked? Who's like changing that? the PUBG page? Who? Who cares? <laughs> It's like it's like Fortnite fans who still have a chip on their shoulder about like the people still getting mad that that game like did it quote unquote did it first a game that literally called itself this <laughs> battle royale and like got litigious over like tried to get litigious over battle royale even though they stole their whole fucking shtick from a movie that is based on a book mm-hmm. <laughs> remember that remember when we yeah. lived in that part of the, <laughs> the eon all two years ago uh, yeah this morning. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, I don't think any of us here play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. At least I don't think so. Not I anymore. haven't for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, What video games have you been playing, Nikki? Y'all heard of Apex? <laughs> so it's like PUBG. Oh, it's good again. <laughs> it's good again. Just like PUBG, um, it's good again. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's still Apex, which is a good video game, which is like a thing that you like stepping away from it. I forgot that fact um it's a good video game it's fun it's especially fun with people you know um because i had been kind of playing it solo right before the season came out and i was having not as much fun um because it's super uncool when people are just dropping on the other side of the map from you Mm. um i will say the challenges have been great because it gives me a thing to do it also has been terrible because if I'm playing with one of my close friends, that means that there's a spot open. And it is very clear when that person just wants to get their location-based challenges. Right. When you are like, here's where we're going to drop. And then they're like, but what about here? And then they <laughs> jump out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then you're like, okay, if, like I know you need to go to Relay, but also that's the hot zone right now. And I'm not trying to get spicy. Right. Or, so, or that, that room is going to be outside of the ring in five seconds. Like, what yeah. are you doing? So that stuff um, is, it, it's just like, a, I have to get used to it. Um, but it's good. Have y'all been playing Apex? We played a little bit with since, you on stream, actually. Yeah, yeah we did that a couple of weeks ago. I haven't really touched it since then, but I do want to start playing it again. The thing is, like, I don't really have any desire to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it well. is. Yeah, no. I mean, we should we should play more. It's a it's a what good game. If, what if we played that good video game instead of all these <laughs> bad ones we do instead? It's a good game. Uh, I did. Um, I actually did play a little bit of it solo by myself over the weekend. Um, yeah, how was that? That was fine. You know, we uh, we didn't really like do anything particularly interesting. Like, I don't think. Like, I agree with you that I think they've they've still got to. That is such a fine line to walk when you do those kind of battle pass things, especially with like mm-hmm. time limited challenges. Um, uh, I feel like back when I was way into Dota, Dota was the fir- kind of the first game that ever had like a thing that was called literally called a battle pass. Like the term comes from Dota, and that was like a, the first couple years that they did that. It was really bad. <laughs> it was the, it was yeah. that exact thing of like 
hey, here's a challenge. You have to buy this very specific, extremely expensive item, but and then you'll get like, well, I'm playing a support, so like I'm just going to run around and try to get kills and stuff like that as a support and and steal all the money from the people who actually need money and like just completely throw the game out of whack. But so what they ended up doing eventually, which is something that doesn't really work in a game like Apex, was um, those challenges would only uh, count if you won the game too. Uh, oh jeez! Yeah, so it was it was a lot it was a lot harder, but also it would like force players to play well too. It would like right. force them to not just like okay, I got my two kills, I'm out. I'm gonna literally disconnect from this match now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh boy, I'm super feeling that right now because I'm trying to get one of the so there's like weapons in Destiny. Nikki, I don't know if you know this, but uh, they're called pinnacle weapons, which are like... No. Uh, so there's like three different kind of like main playlist activities in that game. There's Crucible, which is PvP. There's Gambit, which is sort of like kind of like a horde mode, but competitive, like you're playing against another mm-hmm. team. And then there's Strikes, which are just like random missions that you run through with, uh, with matchmaking. And the Crucible weapon, the Crucible pinnacle weapon for this season is a sniper rifle... And to get it, you need to get, like, 300 sniper rifle kills uh, and a bunch of glory, which you can only get by playing competitive. So uh, here's the thing. You uh, <laughs> you start with, if you equip a sniper rifle, you start with two rounds. Two, yeah, they don't give you bullets uh, no, for No, with special ammo, because that's what those guns use, you only start with two rounds. So basically... I've been, like, fucking up every game I've been in because I'm like, I don't care about winning. I just need those fucking kills. And then I found out yesterday that um, kills in comp give you two points rather than one. And I need the glory Mm. from playing in that playlist anyway. So I'm like, I guess I'm just going to join a bunch of comp matches and, like, ruin people's games by just trying to get sniper kills and, like, not actually trying to do well. Uh Although I did get two kills with one sniper bullet yesterday, which I was like, <laughs> very proud of. That's extremely good. They just did an Evil 4 style Yeah, they just up lined the up and uh, I happened to nail them Did you get both. like a sweet medal? I did get a medal, actually, but um, it's just for killing two people. It wasn't like, oh, two oh. and one. Um, two see, for one. That's the less known, that's the most, much uh, less known uh, one shot, two kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite as iconic of a line. Um, yeah. uh, the brother of the guy who said the original line said that one, and he never became as quite as famous. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I totally feel that. Like, I'm like, well, I guess I'm just in this until like, and then I can start playing yeah. Crucible like well again. Are you though? Like, are you going to go back to Crucible once you get this Crucible weapon? I mean, like, do you care? Except to get the weapon. I don't hate Crucible. I mean. Okay, let's okay. be real. The only reason I play Crucible, like the only reason I play anything in Destiny, is to get stuff, because that's the entire point <laughs> of the game, uh, is to get shiny thing from doing other thing. So will I continue to play Crucible? Maybe. There's other stuff you can still only get by doing it. Um, I mean, there will always be another Crucible. There, or There will be always be another weapon. Pinnacle weapon, but like there's Iron Banner um, equipment. And honestly, I just actually think Iron Banner is like really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, although I've come around on Shax now, I like Shax quite a lot. Uh, Shax is good. Shax is good. He's uh, he gets really excited when you get a bunch of kills <laughs> in a row. Uh, he starts losing yeah, we, his goddamn mind. Yeah, 
I like my one of my personal favorites is if you get like just like a hundred like you know ten kills in a row without dying or whatever. He just like screams into the microphone like yeah. fight forever, <laughs> Guardian. Yeah, it's so good. Uh huh. But yeah, no, I, I do like. Uh, sorry, go ahead. The battle pass thing. It's uh, it's weird when there are modes that involve other people in games where like you're trying to accomplish a goal that isn't necessarily like in line with the wider goal of like winning right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they just made the challenges like i know exactly why they don't do this but like if you just made the challenges the same for everybody mm-hmm. then everyone would be trying to do the dumb thing then at the y- same time so that would be that would be better i will say so i also picked up uh, Destiny 2 a little bit again over the last couple of days here. I'm trying to get Bad Juju, which is a Destiny from one gun. Um, and so they're really playing into my nostalgia. I saw a really great tweet, actually. This is a complete segue, <laughs> yeah. but, or a side note. I saw a really great tweet the other day that was like, D- Bungie, we're going to take away all of your guns and make you start over from scratch. The Destiny community. Uh, all of the exotics in Destiny 2 suck. Bungie. Well, here's all of the exotics from Destiny 1. <laughs> The Destiny community. This game rips. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, so I've been I've been getting back into the game to try to get this old gun, uh, bad juju or whatever. And uh, yeah, it's I will say like so that I'm also trying to get some of these pinnacle weapons and stuff while I'm while I'm doing this. And one of the ones right now is for a grenade launcher that you get from the Vanguard strikes. Mm. The the oh my god, things. fuck that one. That's almost worse because. Okay, sorry, go ahead, and then I'll air my grievances about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no, totally, yeah. Well, the, the only thing I was going to say about it is, like, Nikki, this ties into what you're saying about, like, giving everybody the same objective, because now everybody's trying to get this thing at the same time, but the thing right. that you have to do is get, like, multi-kills and get, like, 1,500 kills with a grenade launcher in this thing. So it's just three fucking goons running around with grenade launchers <laughs> blowing up everything that moves and, like, racing each other to try and be the ones who get it. Uh, uh, so it's like, yeah, you're just yeah. competing with each other at that point. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, you can't load into strike solo. No. Is the thing. Yeah. You, you have to, you you have have to, have with to matchmake. Um, Brandon. but, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, God, it's awful. Because <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure it doesn't count your fire team's kills. Like, some of those do. It does not. It yeah, only counts no. yours. Um, so the way to do it, like, the, um, the, the trick here is mm-hmm. you go into a strike that lets you load a lost sector uh-huh. or on Mars an escalation mm. protocol, and then you just don't do the strike. You just like uh-huh. farm the event, um, and you can do it in one strike. Uh, for for people who don't know what like what Merit is describing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically like they spawn you outside the front door of the mission, and instead of ever going into that front door, you just stand outside. <laughs> yeah, because you're still like in yeah. an. Um, <laughs> an instance of the the same free roam world so all of the uh-huh. events can still activate um and you can interact with people who aren't in your strike too sometimes so yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was the coolest shit in the fir- like early in the first destiny like running around and then being like oh they're not even oh they're not doing yeah. this they're this isn't what they're they're doing a different thing and they're still here or like sometimes i'll see an enemy spawn that only spawns from like someone activating some event or something and i'm just like i'll help you out there buddy and just like rocket them Uh, oh yeah and like i don't get anything for doing that but they do and it's like it's kind of cute but yeah steven we can just like let's load up a uh 
a strike. <laughs> and, Let's uh, just load up a strike and not and well, not actually. The do problem the strike. is though, we would need a third person because that so, that other third person might complete the strike, and that wouldn't be any good. So, so See, here I want to hop in. Oh, yeah. But my thing, and y'all, I just need y'all basically to tell me yes or no. I have almost all of my progress is on the Xbox, mm. and that cross-save stuff doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would need to start the video game. Do I still have to play the farm stuff? No. Not really. Okay. But you do have to play so Forsaken. So I skip that. Again? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So there are two options there. Um, it's like... I think the way to do it actually is to just power level up to 50 and there are a few ways you can do that and then you can trade equipment over um oh i guess you can't from xbox yeah no yeah um there mm -hmm. is if you can just get because yeah you can if you buy forsaken you'll get a cookie um and if you eat it it makes it jumps you all the way past everything except for forsaken yeah Um, energy cookie yeah the energy cookie Uh, cookie the light the cookie of light yeah It's like the snack, daddy of life. A little snack from the Guardian, from the drif- uh, Traveler. <laughs> from, the- from the Drifter. Jeez, he, we know the Jared. Yeah, we know who Merit looks up to. In the to. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, what's the name of what's the name of your god again in, in Destiny? Uh, it's the Drifter, right? The Drifter, Drifter is right? like the, the guy that everybody looks up to and, 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 and loves, loves and, and, he's and great, worships. And he's your dad. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, yeah. But okay, everything is either an er or an ed, like or no an n, like fallen, yeah. drifter, take traveler, taken, mm-hmm. uh, taken and fallen took me a long time to get my head around. Really? Yeah, because it's no. like Bungie's, are... Bungie loves a good ass proper. Have now. we talked? We've talked about this before, I think. Have we? Uh, yeah. Probably. No, but Halo is a good name for a video game. Let me tell you, it's a good name for a video game. Destiny is too. tells Destiny. you what it's all about. Both of those names—they tell you what the game is all about. <laughs> oh yeah! You are destined to only play this for the. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! God, oh. it's true. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, fucking a. Because that is one of the things that I have really noticed in Destiny right now is that there is just so much shit so happening much. always. Yeah. Um, like. It's yeah. it's the, it's almost the opposite problem of Destiny One at this point, where it's like Destiny One was like them scrambling to just put stuff in the game to for you to do um, consistently. Now it's just like every time I log in, it's just like, well, I'm gonna get like maybe fifty percent of this stuff. There done is this week. a lot. Yeah. yeah, I think Nikki, to your question, if you haven't beaten Forsaken, it might actually make sense to wait because yeah. I'm okay. guessing. I might just wait. I'm guessing it. with Shadowkeep, they'll do the same thing where you can probably you'll be able to skip the Forsaken campaign as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because because I've beaten Forsaken on the yeah, Xbox. and you don't want to do and it. And I just again. don't want to like, do it. I'm again. doing it again right now on an alt, and I hate it. And the Tangled Shore <sighs> is like the least <laughs> interesting area in the game to me. It's so it's basically cool. a big purple desert. It's nothing. It's just rocks. It's just mm-hmm. rocks in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. That game is still pretty good, though. I think it's pretty. Can I tell you Machine, something? It's good. I just leveled up. Hell yeah! Uh, oh, because I'm running an <laughs> exploit right now. <laughs> oh my god, that's right! <laughs> I literally just leveled up. I got a thing on my on the Destiny app that says I just got a, an engram. Um, Hell yeah! Because Destiny's running a fucking Tap Titans clan. Yeah, no, like, like Destiny right now. <laughs> it's, I've, I've turned Destiny's Destiny into an idol, idol essentially. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's an exploit where basically you load into a black armory forge, which um, 
for people who don't know, are like really high level events, but you can still get into them with like a pretty low power level. And uh, the thing about these events is you start with 60 seconds on the clock and you have to extend that by like slamming, like basically shooting hoops is like essentially what it is. Um, Except it's like energy charges into like a weapon forge, but it's basically basketball. Um, And uh, so you have to do that to keep the clock going until you get enough of them in. If you don't do that, then the event ends in 60 seconds and you get like a consolation prize of like a few resources and right. then it loads right. you back in. It puts you back in a matchmaking and loads you back in. Unlike a lot of events that will just like kick you back to orbit. And because it's only 60 seconds long, uh, you don't time out. Like you don't AFK and get kicked to orbit. And Great. so if you artificially deflate your power level um, by equipping like just bad stuff, you can go in and you won't be able to damage anything and you'll get killed and um, it'll end. And because it matches you based on power level, like you'll be matched to other people doing the same thing. And so you're not ruining anyone else's game by AFK. Mm-hmm. You're just loading into an instance with like two other people who are also not there and just like earning <laughs> like hundreds of resources to complete this like uh, callous tribute hall thing that takes just like a ton of shit and like it's right this is how you get bad juju yeah basically (laughs) yeah uh and it's like super not intended behavior and it's definitely going to be patched like next week and i feel a little dirty about doing it but like whatever loot caves loot caves yeah Uh if luke if luke wanted it to be any different yeah he would this is what luke this is what the framers intended This, this is actually a thing that I like about modern Destiny design philosophy, which is that, like, when they find these exploits, they usually... I don't know that they've come out and said anything about this one specifically, but they will usually say, like, oh, this thing is broken, we're going to patch it, and have fun for the next week. We don't care. Like, yeah. it's whatever. You're not hurting the game for anybody else. I really. love, kind of love that both of the major things that they've introduced in this season have been broken, like, almost immediately. <laughs> because, like, uh, the Menagerie, there was that bug where you could open... You could get like six or seven times the normal rewards yeah. you were supposed to get, and now that that bug is gone, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm never going to play that again because they've got all the stuff they need already." And then mm-hmm. the tribute hall is like, "Oh, you need to grind for like all of these resources or complete these bounties to bring the cost down," and it's like, "Well, or you could just uh, leave your console on for twelve hours and then you're good." Yeah, but so what if what if Luke's doing it on purpose? What if Luke is breaking the game? Oh my god, on purpose. And Luke wants you. See, listen. Okay, it's all there. Luke just wants the the time played Follow to the increase. Money. Oh my god! Oh my god! The time on page. <laughs> it just he just needs that number to go up. The time on and if forge. people it, he doesn't care how that number goes up. No one can see that. They just see a number. Oh my god! So if thousands of people are literally just sitting loading into the huh. same instance over and over again that's probably easier on their servers i don't know how servers work it probably makes the number go up oh my god and this goes all the way to the top <laughs> <laughs> uh i actually do one i no i'm not going to say sit here and say like i think you're right or like or anything like that but but i will say like it is kind of interesting to me like merit had just mentioned here like that um, nobody ever wants to do Menagerie again, and my immediate first thought was like, yeah, but that doesn't matter, because, like, they're going to get such an influx of people when that game goes free-to-play in two months. Like, yeah, it, no, there's just going to be so many more people. 
Uh, and, like, for all those people, now suddenly the menagerie is, like, just another weekly thing that they can do every single week mm-hmm. to just break up the monotony of just, like, running around shooting things. Um, and yeah, no, that's true. So what... Yeah. Anything that happens between then and now is, like, just gravy, right? Like, they, they gotta be just planning ahead for that. Right. <sighs> that must be so yeah. exciting for them. Steven, <laughs> what they're... games have you been playing that aren't... Uh... Uh, gun? That aren't gun? Oh, my God. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> Um, I think every game that I I've played maybe has Final guns Fantasy in it now. isn't gun. It, Final Fantasy does have a class that has guns. It has yeah, but it's also a sword, it so it's only like. Oh, there's gun. a there's a class called the machinist that just has a gun. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, they don't need to do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, that came technically that came out the first expansion, so that came out before the Gunblade. So you know, no, I I have been playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen though, uh, and that game is still good because I beat the most recent expansion. Yay! Yeah, Hell it's yeah. a really really good ending. Uh, it's like a good expansion too. Um, Shadowbringers, yeah. Um, the new raid just came out as well yesterday, and I managed to play through the entire thing yesterday because the the way the raids in Destiny or in Destiny. And Final Fantasy are broken up is basically like the, there's like normal raids and alliance raids, and when like the alliance raids are kind of like the thing that you when you think of like an MMO raid, you're probably thinking of this. It's like 24 players mm-hmm. fighting like multiple bosses, you know, taking for like 75 an hour hours for what? For 75 hours. It's not qu- so Final Fantasy is pretty good about like not like not taking that long because because even the alliance raids are broken up into three parts. So you fight like okay. three bosses, so in like nine bosses in total, and it, each part of the raid is split into three. So yeah, and then the uh, normal raids are just eight player like kind of um, a sequence of four boss fights that are that you can go into like individually. You don't have to play all of them at once. And yeah, it's all Final Fantasy eight themed this time, uh, which is definitely like weird and interesting because it's just like playing Final Fan- like remixes of the Final Fantasy eight boss music the entire time you're playing, and then a planet shoots you. Uh, um, hold. Uh huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Uh, so a planet. Uh, there's a part in this first raid where um, you are all just like like a lot of bosses in Final Fantasy have ultimates. They have like these attacks that are like. It's like a deep, big DPS check, because like DPS doesn't have to do shit in these games. Um, mm-hmm. They just sit and do damage, whereas the tanks are like juggling a bunch of like complex mechanics, and the healers are like making sure everybody doesn't fuck up, and then the DPS are just standing there. So every once in a while, they put in something to make it thing like it interesting for um, DPS players. And in this one, it's basically like this ad phase where like the boss goes off screen. Uh, these two ads appear, and you have to kill them really fast. And if you don't kill them fast enough, um, you just all wipe. But even if you do kill them, the entire ca- the camera just suddenly pulls back. You lose control of your character, and like the boss reintroduces itself into the arena by. I, sh- I should just find this. Um, it is like it- it's their ultimate ability, where like they kind of like just do d- huge damage to the entire party. So it's like actually mechanically not super crazy, but um, Eden's Gate. So if you look at, I think it's at the four minute, 20 second mark here, the, yeah, uh, I'm going to post this link into our Discord here, and skip ahead to like four minutes, 20 seconds. You guys can experience this with me uh, as well. Okay. Would you like to meet the expert staff at B&H? <laughs> okay. Oh, is the, that's an ad, huh? Yeah. Okay, so they're, they're fighting on a cube. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You're fighting on a cube in space. And is this where? Oh, this is the part in Metal Gear where you have to fight 
um, all those Metal Gear rays. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. It's on, this is Arsenal Gear. Okay, so yeah. it's made a big... Okay, it's Summoning the planet. Circle. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Um, <laughs> okay, the Triforce okay. has appeared on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> all the Zodiac symbols have appeared. All of the Final Fantasy numbered games have appeared, and it's become a Death Star. Uh huh. Oh, it's become a Death Star that has shot your oh, entire party. Okay. All right, into uh, and it's just galaxy. fucking launched you into another <laughs> galaxy, <laughs> and that, that, explodes. that explodes. Oh, into, into <laughs> I a black hole. Wow. <laughs> And then you all fall down, and you're basically okay. Uh huh. And it's fine. That yeah, only though. did sixty five thousand damage. It looks oh, like. only yeah, sixty five thousand. Um. So th- stuff like that just happens in Final Fantasy fourteen sometimes. God, uh, my understanding is, uh, my understanding is that it's like basically a summon from Final Fantasy eight. I don't know because I've played like ten minutes of Final Fantasy eight my entire life. But yeah. So yeah, uh, is and that that's spelling. Sorry, go ahead. Hearts. Can can Goofy do that spell can goofy um throw uh xehanort into like a galaxy a planet uh-huh no because he's a knight thank you uh donald's the oh magic sorry user. Donald, donald donald would do yeah he, donald, that's donald why donald canonically the most he's powerful <laughs> he's like donald oh man is donald just like one of those like anime girls that can't use their powers if they're wearing pants is that why donald doesn't wear pants because he's magic mm, yeah mm. i'm not really I'm sure about? what you're referring to but yes okay. probably Never. yes this is an anime Okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the that's first. Anime. That's the first boss of that raid. Uh, anyway, and yeah, so I played all that yesterday, and I'm having a grand old time with with my Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, and that game is like way less of a grind than Destiny, which yeah. is kind of refreshing, honestly. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that, and uh, some uh, some Dragon Quest Builders two, which I didn't actually talk about last week. I forgot to talk. Yeah, about Yeah, tell it. us about it. That game is really really good, y'all. Like. That game actually owns. Uh, John is also our managing or our managing editor. Everybody's a managing editor at. Uh, We're a very, uh, very Hell flat yeah. I'm a managing uh, editor now. <laughs> structure. Yeah, Fanbyte Media, a, a new co-op media company. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that's the sequel to Dragon Quest Builders One, and it's uh, like not actually even developed by Square Enix. It's like developed by the Dynasty Warriors people, I think. Like it's Omega Force. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But that game is like so. Like the first Dragon Quest Builders was basically just like Minecraft with like Dragon Quest characters and stuff in third person. And but the nice thing about it is that it had like a story mode, or, or the entire thing was like a story, and you would like you had to actually like build specific things and and you know go through from level to level. Uh, but there was like a lot of rough edges around it, which is like uh, you couldn't build multiple things at one time. You couldn't keep your progress from level to level. There was no like once you like finished a level, you basically had to move on to another one, and you lost all your blueprints and anything you had learned, and had to start over from scratch. Um, that sucks. Why would why would anyone do that? It was a bad de- design decision in the first game, and all that stuff is and like a ten trillion more things have been like smoothed over with like quality of life fixes in Dragon Quest Builders Two. Like you get your own entire island. Like not only it still has the structure where you're going from like island to island and building these different specific communities, and it's like this is the farming island where you learn about farming, and this is the like the industrial island where you learn about cities and stuff. But, like, A, you can return to those islands at any point. Once you beat the boss of, the, of each uh, island, you can just come back. Uh, and B, 
you get like a this this whole area called the island or the Isle of Awakening, which is just like your free roam place. It's like every time you beat a mission, all the information and all the blueprints and all the people that you you met and and discovered on those other islands come with you back to this zone where you can just like do whatever you want. And like they've you know shown like. Um, as examples of, like, what you can do. They've shown, like, giant Minecraft blocks um, being formed into, like, a giant Dragon Quest slime, um, like, building, and, like, cute stuff like that. And you can share your creations with other people, so you can just see other people's stuff like that. So that's where you cool. can build your battlegrounds. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's Erengel. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this, the, the world, like, welcome to my battleground. Uh, it's Dragon Quest. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> All the guns are slimes now. Think oh, you figure no. that out oh boy oh no um yeah and it's just i don't know it's it's uh it's way more stardew valley slash animal crossing slash the sims than the last one whereas like the last one you were just building stuff now everybody's got like satisfaction levels and they'll like they have daily lives that like are determined by the buildings you create and stuff so in my first town they like I had, like, a side quest where they were like, hey, build a bathhouse for us because we want to relax after work every day. And when you do that, like, people will just, like, at the end of work every day, line up outside. Once it gets dark, they'll, they will line up outside this bathhouse and, like, all take baths one after another. And it'll generate satisfaction for your city and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And Or if you build, like, a breakfast restaurant for them, they will all, like, go there and, like, hang out at this cafe in, the like, this open-air cafe that you've built in the mornings before they go to till the fields or whatever. And just do a lot more, like, clockwork um, city-type stuff like that, which just didn't really happen in Dragon Quest One. They would just kind of, like, hang around, and the only way to gain satisfaction and, like, level up was to just keep on building stuff, so... In Dragon Quest Builders 1, you would just end up with, like, these cities that were like, well, fuck, like, I'm at 99% satisfaction, I need to get it up a little bit higher, I guess I'll build a fifth bathroom just on top of this other one. Um, <laughs> that inevitably will be destroyed when I leave. It'll inevitably be destroyed even before you leave, too, because, like, every one of these missions ends with, like, a giant, like, classic uh, Dragon Quest monster coming and uh, fucking up your town. Um, and in this one, they, they, they smartly do it where it's like, they will fuck up your town, but, like, after... You beat the boss. The the game is just like, and the city is restored. Like you know, your your builders fixed it, or your 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 citizens fixed the city again. It's fine. It'll just go back to the way it was before the boss fight. Um, and the bo- and the combat is actually kind of like the bosses themselves are interesting because they're more like puzzles. Like the first one in the game is like this giant um, monkey. And he, like, somersaults into your city and tries to, like, roll over all your blocks and, and knock them down. Um, but he, between runs, he needs to, like, charge up by eating bananas. So he'll, like, eat these giant bananas, throw the peels on the ground, and then you have to use your, like, Legend of Zelda-style, like, power glove to pick up the bananas, put them in the path of his somersault and make him, like, slip on his own banana peel. And then your villagers that you, you can equip with their own weapons and stuff just go fucking ape shit, Pikmin-style, yeah, and just, like, cover this guy, <laughs> like, hit beating it to death with sticks for, like, 30 <laughs> seconds. And then it's like, all right, do it again. Um, but then, the, like, the actual combat is just beating things to death with sticks. Like, it's just hitting triangle to, to do damage. And that's not particularly interesting. And the game kind of makes you do it more than I would want. But... Yeah, overall, like, the structure of the game is just so much better, so much smoother. It's, like, like it still gives you a purpose because it still has those, um, like, very rigid linear stories and stuff. And, like, a lot, it's actually, like, a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of character and a lot of charm to this whole world. But um, 
on top of that, you can also go home to the Isle of Awakening at any time and just kind of fuck around and do whatever you want. So it's like way more um, flexible now, and I like that a lot. And yeah, I reviewed it on. You can read about it on the site right now if you want, or, or read John Warren's tweets about it on Twitter because he's also been playing like thirty hours of that game. But uh, I have a question for you, though. Mm-hmm. Are there commercials starring Seth Green? What? In the game? No, I mean for it. For the game. (laughs) I don't believe so. So it was just that one Dragon Quest game then. (laughs) Was there a Dragon Quest? Is this like young Seth Green or modern Seth Green? Uh, It was about 10 years ago. I'm going to drop that in there. Okay. Oh, Oh, wow. That's disgusting. That's 10 years ago was only 2010. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, There's there's more than one, actually. Oh, no. Is it oh all Seth God, Green? This is so 2010. Look at that DSi, though. Right? Look at how good the DSi XL looks. Boy, howdy. That is a clean-looking console. Seth Green just drops into this group of teen girls to be like, <laughs> hey, you know what's really cool? Video game. Also, here's this, like, large man throwing a guy in a... Con- I recognize that large man throwing somebody. I remember this commercial, I think. I don't remember Seth Green at all, but I do remember the, like, weird uh, <laughs> night... <laughs> Huh. When did okay? Austin. It's so Powers weird. Came out in 1997. So this is like a full 12 years post, like peak Seth Green, right? I mean, you know, why is Seth Green in these kids' houses? He was doing uh, Robot Chicken. Oh, Robot Chicken was happening, but he wasn't like a face. Like his face was in Robot. I feel chicken. like America remembered his face from uh, Austin Powers. Mm. And then you hear that voice and you're like, oh, it's the robot chicken man. Or like, uh, or from, or no, you'd hear his voice and you'd be like, oh, it's the family guy, man. Oh, right. He's also in family guy. Oh, he's in family guy. Oh boy, is he? <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Also, if you search Great. Seth Green Dragon Quest, the first, mm-hmm. the first hit that I got aside from the videos was a uh, post on the game FAQs forums eight years ago. From okay. Garpfist that asks, is Seth oh, no. Green really a fan of this game? <laughs> um, do you want to hear some of the the replies? Yes, mm-hmm. I I would love to. Willie Mateen says he could be. You never know. I like to believe he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it helps me sleep. Oh. Uh, Sky Traveler says it wouldn't shock me if he were. But that video clip isn't really any indication. Buzzwords like interactivity don't imply any sort of intimate connection to gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Unless Seth Green hums the overworld theme from Dragon Quest VI, he's fake. Apparently he's never played Final Fantasy VII because there was a sketch on Robot Chicken and on the commentary he said he hadn't played it so that he had to trust the other writers that it was funny. Well, Damn, fine. I can't believe he's never played Final Fantasy, a game that isn't Dragon Quest. So he's not, mm-hmm. well, but it implies that he's not a real gamer. Right. Oh, not a real gamer. Oh, he was in Mass Effect as well, right? Oh, right! Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's in like, all of those he games. The plane. He's the guy. Uh-huh. He's the guy who has sex with the metal lady. He does have sex with that robot. Oh, yeah. Uh, he does have sex with, like, tr- with who is voiced by Trisha Helfer just playing another robot uh, lady in space. Like, a ro- another Whoa, robot Whoa, spoilers. Lady. Oh, I mean, 
Come on, yeah. uh, game came out. Can I just say, I thought it was really a cop-out when they made the spaceship a robot because the idea that Seth Green is in love with his spaceship is to me a much more compelling idea than mm-hmm. that he is in love with his spaceship who is in like a sexy robot body, mm-hmm. albeit one that is made of metal and has no flesh parts. Right, and who just honestly looks like a like looks like a nineteen fifties like yep two hundred page like fucking, like sex robot fucking like. metropolitan ass looking like right Mass Effect robot I, I, because and I, this is a this is a weird beef to bring up right now. I have always found like her hair very distracting because like the whole <laughs> setup for that character is that like in that game that 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 sex robot is like an assassin robot at first who's like a terminator who like is supposed to look like a human like, yeah. they're covered in skin and have real hair and then when they burn her and all of her skin comes off her hair is just a big giant piece of metal <laughs> shaped like why, hair. why does she have metal hair <laughs> yes. why does she have metal hair though why does she have metal hair why she was like why does she have metal bobs <laughs> Why does she have metal uh, bobs in hair? Hey, I've seen Terminator Three. Uh, you you have the metal bobs so that you can um, bl- uh, uh, seduce police force. But seduce why are they the, metal? Uh, infiltrate. Oh, you know Terminator. Okay, the Skynet is capable of making skin. We've established that in the first movie. Why? Yeah. Why metal? It's like it reminds me of that picture of like two skeletons holding hands or something, and one of them has like bone bobs what? and it's like this is the most heterosexual Skeletons thing i've ever seen in my life holding hands bone uh, skeleton nope. bone boob this is bad this is bad <laughs> this is not oh no i can it it's, oh no uh, can i say bone titties is the uh the meme bone titties. <laughs> okay. it's the winning oh, oh that's okay, going here to we have the name of our episode. Bone titties. And Make sure you spell it correctly. Bone titties. Oh, oh I yeah. hate it. Oh no! Oh no! It's so bad. <laughs> but you, I thought this was going to be like a drawing. Like, no, it's <laughs> real. Oh my god! It's like, and it's like. It's just out in the open. It's like in the public. There's like people who are. I'll put this image in the show notes. Like, don't worry, you can find this image. But like, there's just two pigeons standing. Those pigeons are huge. Um, Can I just say, every time I go to know your meme, they're auto playing the. uh, They're auto playing a video, and it's always the one on Rule Thirty Four, and it's like. I've been on the internet for over yeah. 20 years. I know yeah. what this is. Stop explaining it to me, Kate Molinero. Uh, when, when you <laughs> said that, I was like looking at my screen to see like what, what it was going to be autoplaying for me. And it, there's nothing autoplaying, but it does say top entries this month. And it is a picture of Belle Delphine, um, the person who is selling the gamer bathwater. God bless uh, her. <laughs> followed by Brazzers. <laughs> it's the I next. mean, yeah. Is the next top entry, which is just this yeah. website has so many advertisements. Well, how do you think they keep? Me- I mean, memes don't pay for themselves, you know. Me- memes aren't free. <laughs> Freedom to- isn't yeah. free. Neither are memes. <laughs> Boy, so- they fought for your memes. Also, trading. I've scrolled too mm. far down this website, and I need to close this tab yeah. now. I-, I also trending Moana marijuana cake. 
yeah, that's what that's I saw that and was like, I'm out actually. <laughs> uh, I also see Storm Area 51, which I let me tell you, y'all, I don't get the Area 51 thing. I, I, I'm, they're gonna Naruto run. They can't stop them all, Steven. If we Naruto I, run. We can outrun their bullets. I haven't even it seen that sense. part of it. I've, I, I, like, I feel like I've never felt older than I have with the Area 51. There's an Old Town Road <laughs> remix where Keanu Reeves Naruto runs into Area 51 to save us from the aliens. Wait, they're saving us from the aliens? I thought the aliens. I thought we were trying to save the aliens. I thought that was the yes. whole yeah. We're trying to save the aliens sure. from the aliens. Yeah. Yes. Oh, they no. can't stop us all, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's happening uh, anymore. I mean... I'm only 28. This isn't supposed to happen. No, yet. it's accelerating because culture is accelerating. Yeah. And pretty uh, soon, teens are going to be behind the times. So, you know, oh, no. it's fine. I'll have, to have, yeah. I'll have to have kids just to keep up like, and, and keep uh, this job. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's the trap. Because I'll just exclude you, and you'll feel worse. Oh, yeah. No, because you'll Shit. get you'll get tastes of it. I get this from my sister. You get tastes of it. So like, I'm young enough to be on the periphery of some of this shit, and I'm like, it'll come up in my Twitter timeline, and I'll be like, "What is this?" And then I'll go to ask my sister, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's old and over." Oh no. Oh, okay. Oh no. Just not getting it. Yeah. Um. I used to know what it was, but then it changed. It changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now what's Truth. it is scary. Yeah. Uh, I've been on Twitter for 11 years. Today's my 11th Twitter anniversary. Today? I, yes. My condolences. How long have I been on Twitter? I think about the How same amount of time, but... Um, when I woke up this morning and opened Twitter, uh, there was a notification, or there was like a, a full like screen thing that was like, congratulations, it's your 11th Twitter anniversary. And I like threw the phone back into the bed mm. and was angry. I just hit nine in June, so I'm not quite Congrats. quite up there. I'm nine, I'm nine years, seven months, 16 days. I was a late adopter. Apparently so I was not. banned for my 10th Twitter anniversary, which felt better than this one did. I, I will say the the way I just found out how long I've been on Twitter is I just googled how long have I been on Twitter to find like a thing that would tell me, and the, the first autocomplete was for how long have I been alive? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way of knowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to tell. It's but so Google has the answer. I have memento disease. I just woke up. How, how long have I been alive? Was the universe just created five minutes uh... ago? Boy, howdy. It feels like it. It feels... Oh, boy. Oh, no. It feels like the... Like, it feels like a new universe is created every day I wake up. Because, like, I, mean, I don't can know... can you prove that it wasn't? Oh, God. Oh, shit. What if every time you it go to sleep, you us. die? Oh. Uh-huh. Whoa. That's the premise of my screenplay, Dark City. That's also... <laughs> that's also a thing in uh, Wolfenstein, The New Order. Wait, seriously? If, Wait, really? Yeah. I played that game. What? Okay, did you get Jimi Hendrix, though? Oh, I didn't. Uh, sorry, what? You didn't. Oh. No, because I, I, I made the wrong choice in the first game. Oh, okay. So, no, the, the, if you don't get Jimi Hendrix... Sorry. So Mary, get Jimi Hendrix. Played... Explained. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in, in that Wolfenstein, one, huh? He's in, uh-huh, he's he's in the in New Order. He's, he's in 50% of that one. Because in yeah. <laughs> Wolfenstein, the New Order, there's a part... In the in the 1940s, uh, BJ gets like hit on the head and he goes th- to sleep uh, for 20 years, and the Nazis take over while he's napping. And <laughs> <laughs> it was a mistake. He shouldn't have done that. If he had just been awake, he could have stopped it. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, he wakes up in the 60s and like the Nazis have taken over and they have co-opted a bunch of culture and different things. Like there's like like Nazi Beatles and stuff like that. They've like stolen all the Beatles songs and like replaced them with Nazi versions. Anyway, depends. <laughs> what if Hitler was the only person that remembered the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! oh, yesterday oh the right felt so far away. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Fuck. Nikki, Please write a fanfic of that movie. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> back to Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, er, in, back in the 1940s, though, in, like, the first, in the, like, tutorial mission of that game, you can choose between, like, two people, like, one of them has to die and one of them gets to live, and, uh, if you pick one of them in the future, they're still alive, or in the future, in the 60s, they're still alive, and you get, like, this other character who hangs out at your base. And if you pick the other one, you get a different character who hangs out at your base. And one of the characters, if you pick the, if you pick the one that is, like, that everybody kind of, like, sees as the good choice, you get Jimi Hendrix is, like, a member of your resistance. Wait, and he, li- like, is it just, like, a, a, a Hendrix XP, or it's, like, literally Jimi Hendrix? They never. I don't think they ever actually say. Okay. It's like if if you look at his like profile, it's like his name is Jay, and like if his profile, it's like got the rest of his name smudged out. And, but it's okay. like he's playing that music. And, okay, but and he's so like okay. So, but point. they didn't get the rights to like fucking put a no. hologram of him. Okay. No, uh, but but it, it is very. There's a whole scene yeah, where yeah, you get yeah. high with him while he plays guitar, and yeah, uh, <clears throat> and he helps you fight Nazis. If you do the other one and you don't get Jimi Hendrix, instead you get. This lady called Tekla, who is like this kind of like like f- female AU, like gender swap AU Nikola Tesla kind of, mm-hmm. who like doesn't seem to be like any kind of like reference to any real person other than like yeah like a weird anachronistic Tesla, and the, she has the, instead of um, getting high with Jimi Hendrix, you have this whole scene where you teach her how to shoot a gun, and the whole scene starts with her going on this like massive diatribe about how she doesn't sleep because she's afraid that when she goes to sleep she dies and is resurrected as a new person every time, as a new consciousness every time, and that's what brought us to this moment. <laughs> also, Ronald Reagan is in the second game, and Hitler um, beats him to death and then shoots him. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good scene. On Venus. That happens on Venus. On Venus. Mm-hmm. On Venus. Because Ronald Reagan is, uh, he's, a, he's in this in that timeline, he's still an uh, actor, and he's like, loves the Nazis, because he's Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, trying out for a role in front of Hitler for one of Hitler's movies, and then he does, he's, his uh, audition is bad, so Hitler shoots him. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It is a pretty good scene. The way that the, that game treats the fact that you're going to Venus is great, <laughs> because it is... <laughs> A character's like, BJ's like, yo, so where, what's the deal? What's happening? What's, what do we do next? And then someone is like, yeah, so Venus. And he's like, what? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah Venus. And he's like, all right. And then it and smash then cuts spaceship. to him like, on a spaceship. <laughs> Going to Venus. That game is good. Uh, and uh, this might also be like a, a choice thing too, because like in my version of that scene, there's that there's that guy who's like getting high constantly. He like discovers mescaline or something um, partway through, and he's like trying to deal with like his trauma and he's like getting addicted to something i don't remember exactly what's going on but like he's like talking early on in that game it, like if you have that character he'll be talking about like they're on venus and like everybody just <laughs> ignores him um throughout because they think yeah okay whatever he's just freaking out but then like later on it's like oh no they actually are on venus yeah, they're actually on venus <sighs> y'all excited for that new one <laughs> that new one seems pretty good that new wolf it does yeah i'm excited i feel like I, every time I play one of them, and by both times I've played both of them, 
by the end i'm like actually i don't think i like the way that this video game feels mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, i've enjoyed my time because those games are wild but i'm like i don't actually know if what feels like the same hallway i've shot through a bunch of times is actually like good it, um, yeah, it's. I think the second game is especially super weird because it's like got that whole thing about like how BJ is like dying throughout that whole game. Yeah, for or for half of it anyway, and like so you have like only fifty hit points for like the first ten mm-hmm. hours. That's. I just put the game on easy. Yeah. After I was like, I don't actually need to do this. And then you get, but then you um, get the hit points back because of the thing that happens. Uh huh. Because a fucking. Re- a ridiculous thing happens. I mean, we've already like, spoiled that. Uh, I haven't played Marlo either Reagan. of them, so just tell me. Okay. 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 <laughs> see what you should okay. do it because I. <laughs> so 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 Wolfenstein: The New Order, the first one, the quote unquote first one. It's like the seventh actual Wolfenstein game. Um, ends with BJ like a scene that makes it like heavily implies that BJ dies. Uh, like he he calls in an airstrike on himself, lying to his uh, wife and saying like, "Hey, yeah, I'm clear of the blast zone. Just blow it up." Uh, and th- then it cuts to credits. Um, he just wants to go to sleep. He just wants to go to sleep. He's just very tired. Um, he needs to nap again. Um, and then. Wolfenstein 2, or, or the, the New Colossus, opens back up with him, like, them rescuing him. They actually found him and saved him, but his, like, body is just ripped to fucking shreds, and he's dying, uh, and then he's only being kept together. Like, basically, his guts are being held in by this, like, weird sort of super science um, mech suit that he's wearing, and it's just, like, the only thing keeping him alive. And the way they represent that in the game's mechanics is that you have half the usual number of hit points, but double the amount of armor points, which ends up making that game extremely hard in certain mm-hmm. spots if you're playing on normal or above. Um, and that was actually one of like people's biggest complaints about it. But then about halfway through that game, BJ, I forget what the exact circumstances of like that lead him there are, but he gets like captured um, by the Nazis. There's like this whole fake escape attempt where like the, the Nazis like uh, allow your friend to come in and try to pretend like, hey, I, uh, you know, I'm going to get you out of here. But it's all ployed by the Nazis. They know it's your friend. They shoot him to death. And so you like go on trial for like war crimes. And then the main villain of the game takes a sword and cuts your head off on like live TV. He, uh, she mm-hmm. cuts off uh, BJ's head, and like his head falls off. Uh, you, you know, uh, it's like this. It's in the like uh, uh, I don't know Washington Monument Square, wherever yeah, that is. Yeah, I think the National Mall. Yeah, um, and like his head falls off, and then you know cuts to black. Cuts back, and you're like, cool. And you're the cl- end of the game. Uh huh. It's like, oh wow, that was really hard and a weird ending. <laughs> but then the camera comes back up, and you're like seeing through BJ's eyes, and what is happening is that. The, your your friends have like set up a drone to catch your severed head mid air before it falls into the fire pit below you. Drop another head. They drop a fake <laughs> the head. The drone is holding the fire, a head. Uh huh. Um, to, to to fake that it's you. They grab your head. They like put it in like a jar of like life giving fluid. You know, so you're like literally a floating head in a jar, <laughs> Futurama style. <laughs> and then they reveal they have like or this is something they established early on in the game they like reveal mm-hmm. that they that they have or they, they you remember that they have these like the nazis are basically like um not uh, uh happy with like how they look and stuff like that they're not they they don't think they're living up to like their propagandistic ideal of like aryan ubermensch or whatever so they've like literally gr- vat grown these huge giant 
like big Spartans, bulky, basically. Spartans. They're making Spartans. Yeah, they're, they're like these big genetically modified bodies with no heads because they're going to sever their own heads and put themselves onto these Nazi bodies, on these super oh Nazi bodies. God. They steal one of the Nazi bodies and put <laughs> BJ's head onto it and like sew it back on. <laughs> and then you have a sweet new bod oh and he has 100 a, health. You have 100 health and like for the rest of the game, BJ, for, for, like for the first 10 hours of that game, it's just like BJ like having these inner monologues just, just like, you know, he's talking to like a dead woman who's like his mentor and he's like, Oh, Caroline, I'm, I'm dying. I'm gonna be joining you in the fields of Elysium soon. Like waxing poetic, and then for the rest of that game, he's like, I feel fucking great. This is awesome. <laughs> he's just like super fucking pumped. It's so uh, good. It's a really good game. It's so good. There's um, also also you also then put back the robot the robot the robot suit that you have at the beginning of the game. You put that back on the sweet like new body. Uh-huh. Um, and there's there's one of you get to pick like one of two abilities that the suit lets you do. One of them lets you jump high or right, something. Oh like, no no one of them makes your legs longer. One of them makes it, your like, legs longer. Like, yep. And then the other one. There's three of them. Oh, there are three. Uh-huh. The second one just squishes your body it just compresses it, you into the size of a toaster it gives you rat ribs it, it's like literally like uh it's like based on like the way rats like compress their rib cages so so you can use this power there's like all these different levels with side objectives and you it's like oh okay like you can you can tackle this different objective in three different ways depending on what upgrade you picked earlier on in the game and it'll be like here's a tiny little like like you can squeeze under the crack of this door because you have rat ribs because you can just compress your body now and squish down real small and squeeze through here or you have like extendo legs that allow you to like get up into this vent or and then there was like a third one but i I think that i forget what that one actually is i forget what the third one is and like if you play that game enough you can get all eventually get all three but at first it's just like hey do you want do you want stilt man legs or do you want rat ribs yeah extendo i want extendo oh yeah switching uh up like nintendo uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't remember the third one because the third one is the one that is not gross. The third one is like a flamethrower or something. I forget what it is. So uh, yeah, I boy. mean Nazis famously concerned about the shape of their ribs. Uh, yeah. Well, the, those are those are created by your um, oh, super genius. Okay, wish. I see. I thought these were like the kinds of super bodies they're making. Like, once no. we have rat ribs, we'll be the superior human race. <laughs> no no you have like you have like in the first game because that's like the big reveal about how the nazis won we we've talked about this before i think on this podcast where like the nazis won because they found like a cache of like secret jewish super technology that the that the jewish people were hiding i do that was super concrete super concrete which turns out to be bad. The, the super- it's just terrible. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a it's weak to water or some shit. It's it's poisonous. <laughs> like they they oh yeah they built like these massive brutalist structures or whatever. And then like if you read the like descriptions of like what's going on in the Nazi you know world, you find out that the super concrete is actually super poisonous, and it's like basically giving lead poisoning to all the Nazis. <laughs> Oops. <sighs> <sighs> also, the main villain of that first game is called Death's Head. So you know. Yeah, pretty good. One of the worst endings for a video game I've ever experienced. Oh, so. for, the, for the new Colossus with, the, yeah. with that fucking song. Uh-huh. Oh my god, Merritt, you don't again. You don't know this because oh, the ending of that game is actually pretty good. Like I think the, the yeah the ending is good. Where you go into Nazi like, Johnny Carson to go fucking mm-hmm. just murder this like eat super villain with an axe. <laughs> That's pretty cool. On TV uh, is good, uh-huh. and then the video game that you have just experienced, which has been batshit crazy the entire time, uh-huh. is about um, Nazis and like you attempting to reclaim 
like reclaim what you think society should be. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it then just smash cuts to oh fuck, what is the song? My brain is now. We're falling not gonna take oh, yeah, it. it. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh-huh. But, <laughs> but it's just, not even yeah. that. It's not even that, Merritt. It's Nikki. Do you <sighs> like? It's 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 a cover of "We're Not Gonna Take It." Yeah, it's, it's like this, like way more metal sounding, like "We're Not Gonna Take It." <laughs> mm-hmm. More aggressive. It's like they got the doom, the doom music dude to do the cover, right? Oh my god! It's it's a bad it's a bad way to end that game. It's like and it's playing over the credits as like they're talking mm-hmm. into like the to the to the American people. Yeah, and then they, yeah, and then they do this weird monologue situation uh-huh. where they're like, "Hey, that's me." And it's like they might as well have just done the thing where it's they like freeze framed and they were like, fifteen years later, oh B.J. Blaskowitz like I don't know like had kids and then like went back to school and got his MBA. Like they might as well have done that. Oh my god, they really might have. They might as well have because that's literally what happens. It's literally the new Wolfenstein game is like set fifteen years in the future or what, or, or more than that. It's like twenty years in the future or whatever. His twin daughters are born and you play as his twin daughters now. Mm-hmm. Who have like stolen the robot suits and are like uh-huh. going out to kill Nazis without their parents and they can't find their dad. Yeah, uh, but like I've heard some cool things about that game that where I was like, oh okay, this is clearly like their weird like spinoff game because it's like going to be yeah. forty bucks and it's like all co op. But uh, I do hear some things about that game that make me very much more interested, which is like the idea that um, you can equip hand gestures as power ups. Uh, so, like, you can just throw the horns to your sister, and that gives her, like, bonus armor. Oh, hell yeah. Just like real life. <laughs> just like real life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I don't know if they're, they're going for, like, an 80s thing in that or what, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's also, like, the only major game coming out this month other than, like, Fire Emblem. So, oh, my God, Fire Emblem. Uh, That's not, like, next Fire week. Emblem. Fire Emblem. Are you guys going to play that they Fire killed- Emblem? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've played the last few. Did um, you like them? Yeah, I did. Um, I mean, I liked Awakening a lot, and then I thought the other one was okay. Um, didn't play Heroes, obviously. Um, I played a lot of the phone. Yeah, ones. yeah, Heroes. I yeah. mean, a lot of people yeah. did. I just—it's very popular. I just don't play games on my phone. Yeah. I had nothing else to do on the bus. Ah, that'll do it. But yeah, this one, yeah. you're like, what? You're a teacher at army school and you... Oh, are you yes. a teacher? I thought you were a student. No, I'm pretty sure you're no, a teacher. You're, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have to teach kids how to war good. Okay. And oh, no. And each kid has, um, like, their own set of traits. Uh-huh. So, like, you can identify what you think the student should be good at or what they are actually good at. And then you, like, go out and, like, fight with them and, like, teach them how to fight. Yeah. The... So there's obviously some weird implications around that already. My main thing now, though, is like, wait, are you, are you, are you fucking your students in this game? Like, is this, the, is this, mm. is that what this Fire Emblem is? Because that's like all the Fire Emblem games, right? Is it's just, but it's really, yes, you go to war or whatever, but it's really about like fucking. Right. right? Well, ever since mm-hmm. Awakening, those games I feel like are just about, like, yeah, getting the support dialogues and then babies, uh-huh. which time babies, which they did really well in the first game. And then they were like, oh, fuck, we have to do this again because people loved it. But there's no time travel in this game. How do we do it? Uh, okay, well, once they have babies, they put them in a time hole. <laughs> and then uh, 20 years pass or like 15 years pass in, for them. Mm-hmm. Zero years pass for us. 
And then we go in and get them out of the hole, and they have grown up without us in an unforgiving wilderness. Uh-huh. We're very good parents, <laughs> and, can, and they, we will and never then, get that time back. And then your OC can marry your best friend's, like, infant child, like, the, the, the character that you just saw as an infant five seconds ago. Then you could just marry him, you know? Yeah. That's fine. I mean, you saw them Those for games. five seconds. They're basically not even the same people. <laughs> I guess, but still, I those games have some well, stuff going we, on. We've talked about it, right how like um, depending. Okay, so like for people who didn't play them, there were two. Well, there were three really, but um, there because because it was about two different families warring. One right. that was sort of based on like medieval Europe, and one that was kind of based on like a medieval Japan. Japan, and. Um, Conquest and Birthright? Yes. and Or the, is Birthright... Because there's, like, the DLC that marries the both of them yeah, together. Yeah, there's, forget. like, the, the third one that's, like, the true story. But basically, um, your character is allegedly, like... As far as you know, when you start, you were born into the... Uh, the Norians. The, uh, yeah, the, the Japanese medieval uh, family. And then you're kidnapped by... The uh, oh, that's the 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 the, the medieval people. Yeah, is you're kidnapped by like the European guys who like are yeah. ruled by this like awful king, and then you either stay with them or return to your like birth family. And <laughs> if you, no matter which one you do, you can like romance people. So you can either uh, mm. romance the people that you grew up with. Or mm-hmm. the people that you didn't, but who are biologically related to you. But, as it turns mm-hmm. out, you're not related to anybody because your real dad is a dragon. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I, and your mom... No, yeah, your real dad is a dragon, I think, and your mom isn't your mom. You're, like, not even half related to anyone, I don't think. Yeah. yeah I knew... I, I didn't know that part. I did know that, you were a, that your dad was a dragon because of Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, you do turn into a dragon. Right. Um, I forget who I who I got together with in that one. Because that is also, like, the first one where, like, you, like, the protagonist is, like, a character and is, like, the main character. Um, because... Are they not in Awakening? Well, in Awakening, Krom is really the main character. Oh, I suppose. Um, and I, along with so many other people, accidentally married Krom. Um, oh, Because right. the way that it did it was, like whoever Krom has like the highest relationship with um we need to like chapter four or something. yeah and like because like my character and Krom were like the two most powerful i kept putting them together to just like steamroll enemies and then it was like and then we got married and had a baby and i was like what <laughs> i was saving myself for the mad king oh <laughs> yeah fire emblem mm. Fire Emblem's got some dynamics that I'm just yeah. not entirely sure about, uh, and I don't some I don't choices. know how this next one is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but again, my my brain immediately goes to like the worst possible outcome for this new Fire Emblem, which does yeah I don't know. I mean, as long as they keep the vagina bones in this time, right? Mm-hmm. Was that? I don't even think that was what? Fire Emblem. That was that was that one. That was that. Was that not what Fire the fuck Emblem? Was that? Sun. that was the Shin Megami Tensei, but not Shin Megami Tensei. Tokyo Mirage Sessions, I think. Oh, there was something with Fire Emblem, though. Oh, probably. There was face touching in Fire Emblem. Oh, people were mad about out. that, yeah, that they oh, took it yeah. out or something. You could use the... Yeah, no, no face touching for America. Face touching too <laughs> mature for American audiences. <laughs> I mean... That's the problem. They're not wrong. 
okay, there's three houses, which definitely are not the Pokemon Go people. Right. So okay. there's Black For Eagles, sure, definitely. which definitely are red. Uh, mm-hmm. Not black. Okay, that's... Uh, <laughs> there's, yeah, right off the bat, you've made a mistake. There's golden deer, who are yellow, and then blue lions. What color are they? Uh, they actually are blue, so okay. they did that one that's right. That's good. Okay, you're, wait, right. your main character, the main name for the... Oh my god, this is fucking terrible. Oh boy. Your canon name mm-hmm. is Byleth. What? <laughs> uh, you begin as a male or female traveling mercenary in a group led by your father, Geralt. <laughs> oh, okay. Not, oh, not, shit. The witcher. Not the yeah. witcher, but close. Um, led by your father, the off-brand witcher. After an unexpected incident reveals your hidden power, you're invited to become a professor at Garigmach Monastery. Oh, my God. So is this... Scotland, this one? Is this Scotland? I, I accidentally became oh my God. a professor. Three, three Houses makes me think Three Kingdoms, like Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Look at, I don't know, go to the official page and just like look at some of these characters because these designs are like fucking wacky as hell and I love them. Fire Emblem Three Kingdoms. I actually am kind of interested. That's why I kind of bring this game up is because I'm like, actually, I, I haven't, I played a tiny bit of Fates, which is the last one, but I didn't quite get into it the way I wanted to. But this one seems like it might pull me back in a little bit. Story There's, um, gallery? Go to characters and scroll down. Oh, okay. I just see three houses, how to buy the, There's gallery. a guy whose shirt doesn't even fit. It's like about to pop oh. off. <laughs> which, which house is he in? Golden Deer. Oh, yep. I see Raphael. Yeah. Raphael has a tragic past, yet he's still the most cheerful guy you'll ever meet. He enjoys eating as much as he enjoys training, which is a lot. Wait. These, How are you? These are I, just, I have yeah, different dialogue for these characters. What? How do you? What? Mine says he's a hard worker who manages to maintain a positive outlook despite a tragic past. Uh, I'm on Nintendo.co.uk, so maybe that. Oh, fun. you're getting the UK oh. lore. Uh huh. <laughs> so it's different. It's a different. Oh my god! Lore. You're I, definitely going to be able to romance this like child named Bernadetta. This like goth oh no. child. Oh no! It may be a challenge to bring her out of her shell. Mm. Okay, wait, Claude, can we talk about Claude for a second? Can we? I was going to say, can Can we we talk talk about Claude Claude with his single brain? Who is Claude? Which one is Claude? Oh, I found him. Oh, oh, Nikki. Claude's the heir to House Regan, uh, leading House of the Leicester. It's Leicester. 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 (laughs) Yeah, it's England. (laughs) He seems easygoing, but he sometimes shows a side that you can't let your guard down around. I fucking bet. Look at this guy. Oh, ours, or my, the U.S. one, is he is charming and easygoing, but is also strangely secretive about certain subjects, which is less, uh, is less loaded than yours. Strangely secretive <laughs> about certain subjects. Strangely secretive. Oh, wait, what if he's, if I click on this speaker, will he speak to me? Into my oh, ears? Oh, no. really? Can I hear Claude right now? What? Oh, my God. They're talking. I don't have that. <laughs> yeah, if you... <laughs> There are like there's sign notes for every single character on the website. They're so long. They're not even just like they're a, a so clip. Long. They're like ten seconds. I thought they. <laughs> oh, it's three of them too. There's so many. Oh my god. Okay, like Claude fucking... says at one point he says, "No point trying to hide what you really feel, Teach. I can see oh it in my... your eyes. 
Oh Chris. my fucking god, Claude. Chris. Claude. He sounds like Mirage. I mean, honestly, fucking... He looks like Mirage a little bit. He's got the same fucking hair. I mean, is this, does this have full voice acting? Uh, if it's like the other ones, they usually have like a little... They Like the voice acting doesn't match what they're actually saying on screen. It'll just be like a, a little quick version of it. Yeah, but it's weird that... um. Like, these are all, like, pretty long samples of voice. Hmm. Uh, they're not I mean, just like, okay, fun. yeah. Maybe since it's on Switch, maybe now, maybe now they, the yeah, power of the, the power Switch, of Switch and HD Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like in, in Mario, in Super Mario Odyssey, they figured out how to make the HD Rumble uh, kind of sound like the coin noise. So all the dialogue in Fire Emblem now comes oh through God. the HD Rumble. Oh, my goodness. I, I am totally falling into this fucking trap now. Too, yeah, oh my like... god, there's like school days and stuff. Uh, this does oh sound my god, very... is this Persona? Yeah, they just, per- they just, they made, just a made a Persona. They just made a Persona, but it's like England. I'm, you know? I mean, I just want Persona 5 on the Switch so I can finally play that game. And if Nintendo is going to be the company to give You can Persona send people as exchange students to your friends. Fine. That's pretty good. That's very oh good. Oh my god. Fire am I going to actually have to get houses? this? Special edition pre-order. Okay. I'm trying to find the voice actor for Claude. Oh my goodness. (sighs) Well, maybe I'm going to play another Fire Emblem. Yeah. (laughs) We're all just going to be Golden Deer now, too. Oh, do you have to choose a side, or what? I think you pick exactly? a house, yeah. But then I think you can recruit people from other houses. Oh, okay. Because they they can't limit your your waifus. Oh my god, they're still doing. They're still letting you do classic mode, which is like the dumbest fucking thing. Uh, they're okay. Ugh. I fucking like. Maybe in earlier Fire Emblem games, it made sense to have like the classic mode thing, but like in this one, like. <laughs> Where you just, like, lose units forever, like, all it does is, like, reduce the scope of the game. Like, it's not even, like, like if they were, like, oh, that character's not in the story anymore, and, like, that changes what it's going to be like because they're dead, I would be, like, okay, cool, I'm going to try that. But, no, they're still around, they just can't fight anymore, so, like, if they ever have to pop up in the narrative, they're still there, it's just you don't get to use them. I mean, in practice, what it actually does is it just forces people... It just makes a lot more people reload from the beginning of missions. Yeah, exactly. Often. I don't understand why you would... I don't know. Maybe some people like it, but I don't think it makes it like more enjoyable. It just makes it... You have to save scum more. No, exactly. Like, to, I 100% agree. I think it's a very silly thing to do. I think it's I think it's literally just a, a holdover for, for people who would complain if they didn't have it in there. Like this yeah, probably. Like, of five people. Oh, they have a thing where you can, like, turn back you can go back a turn um oh. a certain like yeah they, a certain it's amount like of times. um into yeah. into the breach into the breach yeah that's cool this game looks really nice like the actual 3d graphics like of the battles and stuff it's the power of the nintendo switch it's it's just got but it's like got this it's not even just necessarily the graphics but it's just, or the, the 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 power it's like the i like this art style like it's kind of yeah. cel-shaded but not quite mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it looks like look the Fire Emblem Awakening cutscenes, but, like, in-game. Yeah. It does look... Okay, so from, like, some of the screenshots I've seen, probably it won't look this way, like, in-game, but it does look mm. a little like some of those weird anime games that, like, I'm not really sure who buys, where, like, 
they put all of their resources into animating like the um the child faces and like enormous mm-hmm. adult breasts of the women characters and then like <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the the, all the yeah, backgrounds the are like the same three textures from PlayStation 3. <laughs> right, right. We ran out of money. I'm trying to We don't know what happened to it. I know exactly what kind of game you're thinking about. I'm literally trying to remember uh, the name of any one of them because they're all things I like I actually have one because I think it was Danica Harrod who gave me a oh. copy of it or someone else. It might have been someone else, but I, we played it for about five minutes one time, and uh, it was un, it was bad. It was so bad. Let me see if I can. Uh, servants RPG. I, I reviewed a game called Lost Dimension once for the Nintendo or for the Nintendo Vita for the Sony PlayStation Vita. Sure. That is that is this exact thing. Um, Wait, Lost Dimensions. Think, yeah, Lost Dimension singular. Wait, is that a Neptunia game? I don't think so. It's just lost to dimension. It's it's more like oh, I see. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's like Valkyria Chronicles, but like bad. Mm. <laughs> it's oh, it was Valkyria Chronicles, but they were trying to do a Duncan Rampa thing where it's like between every mission, somebody was a traitor, um, and you would have to like have like a class trial for to fight figure out who dies. But it was like random every time who was actually the traitor, so you couldn't just like look up a guide. But that also meant there was like no specific reasoning or motivation for any of the characters' betrayals or anything like that. So you would just like say, "Yep, I'm the traitor. We're not going to go have any dialogue for what I've done to betray <laughs> you or why." <laughs> oh my god, I'm finding some bad things because I'm searching PS4 anime game RPG girls. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, Barrett. that's a really good, a really narrow. Search. Uh, yeah, not many in there. For sure. Um, God, what is the name of this fucking game? It's not like it matters, but yeah, no, that's what it was. Like, it was like a weird Pokemon, like really grindy Pokemon, kind of like with, really with that folklore was technical it? RPG, like tactics RPG. And then it was like, who oh. wants those two? Demon like, gaze. What is that? You want those two things? And it was the second, like of two. Oh boy! Um, PS4 anime girl game. Well, yeah, Senran Kagura. You're gonna find a lot actually, but you're not gonna find anything specific. Senran Kagura Peach Ball, which is <sighs> oh, any of these sexy anime girl games good? <laughs> uh, do they have to be like? I don't think the the audience for those games is like. I'm really excited to play this game. And someone is defending the Atelier series. Um, those games, people, those games have their fans, don't they? Yeah, I think one. those ones are actually seen as okay. Um, get, do yourself a favor and get Darkest Dungeon. It's a really good game, so you won't need a shitty sex game. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to alleviate this gamer's needs? Um... Perhaps. I mean, there are some mods for the PC version of Darkest Dungeon. No! Really? Uh, no. Yep! Yeah, Darkest sure Dungeon? Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon mods. mods sex. Character mods is probably the thing that you want. Okay. You could probably even. Ju- yeah. The f- something came up mods. called Darkest Desires. Adult Gaming Lovers mm, Lab. Oh. Dot com. Okay, well, mm. that's not. That's yes, not I am 18. Plus. Trying to find... Oh, okay, cool. Here's what the skills of these classes have. Uh-huh. Um, 
I don't think I can say any of these. Oh. <laughs> the Crusader has a skill called Hot Wax. Uh-huh. Uh, Vestal has a skill called Blowjob. In parentheses, uh, Delicate. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jester has a skill called Ruse, which I don't know if that was just left over from the original or what, but, um, uh, wow, wow, um, yeah, you'll find some, I'm really curious now, like, why, it might be nice if you told people what the mod actually did and how it worked, I won't download anything without a description, (laughs) wow, this is a wise poster on loverslab.com. I'm, I'm, I'm trying because like hey we're living in the wild west of steam now oh where, yeah like mm-hmm. you can just go onto the steam workshop Anything. and it's like the, the top mods will all be this too i'm trying to p- pull it up right now on my computer remember how like with um like morrowind everyone kind of looks like i don't know they're made everyone kind of looks like the far distance version of like a, a character in like a, a newer game <laughs> yeah that if you like zoom in if, you, if you're like a mario super mario broth and you zoom in to see it that's what they look like in morrowind uh-huh. um and then people were like no everyone needs to be perfectly smooth and like have mm-hmm. a beautiful face one of three faces and um oh it, I know. I know they do that for all Elder really Scrolls games, but like in Morrowind, mm-hmm. it was so different and so horrible. Well, they're working with a lot less in Morrowind. I feel like yeah, so. True. Like the yeah. Uh, I will say I'm I'm on Steam Workshop right now for Darkest Dungeon, and one of the uh, mods on the first page is improved topless cultists, which doesn't change anything about the cultists. They're still wearing metal skull masks, but they've just got their their babos just fully out. Um, oh, apparently, I, but, oh, apparently, a, a pornographic artist made skins for Darkest Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, good work. Darkest Dungeon, like, why Darkest what Dungeon? What is it about this why game darkest? that people get going for? I, I like the game. Like, it's a good video I mean, game. It seems fine. I've never played it. But like, what about this? Is there something about, like, very technical, difficult games that people also want to make them have bobs in them? Yeah, it's a two birds, one stone situation, okay. maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, because, the, because the rounds are so long, they don't have time to satisfy I their darkest see desires. their darkest desires in the darkest dungeon. Correct. My actual serious answer to this is I think it's like a matter of like it's not that necessarily that it's like incredibly hard or it's it's a side effect of that which is that you've spent it's a game you spend tons and tons and tons of time with and much Let's like see. everything else that people spend tons and tons of time with they start like you just develop this weird sort of emotional connection to it and okay, like yeah. what if, what if what if Brock from uh Pokemon was just naked like what if blah 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 Sure. Um, okay, yeah, I know that makes sense. Um, no, yeah, I, I totally, totally get that. Hi, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> he wants his belly scratched, so I need to take a break. Uh, actually, I wonder, how long have we been going? Uh, is it time to... It's probably time to wrap this up before we get any yeah. darker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've already found the darkest um, dungeon, yeah. so... We've hit the bottom of this hole. Yeah. 
which is how we end every episode, honestly. It's just we <laughs> we uh, like we just get onto a tangent of a tangent of a tangent of a tangent until we're talking about some bad sex thing on the internet, and then it's like, all right, we should end. We should close this out. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to. Oh wait, no, 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 I can't do that yet because uh, we did have oh. we had listener mail. Um, from a couple weeks ago, wow. but all three of us haven't been on a podcast since we got it, so I was going to, I was waiting for us to pull it up. Let's do it. Um, do we have mail music? Nah, uh, I mean... Mail time, mail time, mail time. It makes me want to mail, mail, no, whale, whale, mail, is that? It makes me want to whale. Is that? Mail. Blue? That seems right. It's blues Clues, Blues right? Clues. Yeah. Uh, we've got a message here. They don't ask to be kept anonymous or anything, so I'm going to say it's from John Delaney. Um, asks, Just curious to hear what you guys think of the settlement between the Fred Ford slash Paul Reich, Paul Reich, uh, the third, and Stardock over the Star Control I- IP, which I bring up, specifically wanted you on this, Merit, because I think you know Star Control. Uh, they seemed to basically decide to settle things themselves without the lawyers, at least for a bit, and now they have a settlement that involves the transferring of honey mead and beekeeping tips did you hear about this Meredith? yeah i did um so yeah basically for people who don't know um stardock had okay so star control was like this popular game star control 2 is like one of the greatest games of all time i think it's like a strategy game right okay star control 2 is there's basically two parts there's like a ship combat game which is kind of like an arcadey uh top down sort of thing that you can play with multiple people but the main game is like basically you're trying to like build an alliance to like to defeat this race of aliens who have been oh my god it's a long story um it's just like a very (laughs) funny space game with like interesting aliens where you like gather resources and like make alliances with other aliens and like build up your fleet and eventually confront this like death cult uh, species that's just traveling around the universe, killing everyone they meet. Uh, it's very funny, very good, like incredible, and it's influenced so much. And people, a lot of people, don't even realize that. Anyway, um, so I just need to I need to make sure I'm getting this right. Um, so basically, uh, Fred Ford. We and have Paul- an email about this, for, like an actual press release. If you need to. Pull well, it so Fred Ford and Paul Reich. Uh, made Star Control and Star Control 2 for Accolade in the early 90s. Uh, they later went on to make the, uh, uh, what are those, Spyro, the Toys for Life stuff. Oh, uh, Skylanders? Yeah, Toys for Bob, their company. To- Toys for Bob, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. they said that they had ownership of the copyrights, and Stardock said that they owned the trademarks. I forget how that happened, but, um, and they both sued each other a couple of years ago and um paul ford um sorry ford and reich were going to make a game called ghost of the precursors that was a sequel to star control 2 because there was a star control 3 it wasn't made by them and most people think that it was like terrible and it's like not really considered part of the the canon um so stardock sued them and then um they oh they had bought the the um the franchise from atari everyone was suing each other and then last month they basically said that uh they were calling off their lawsuits and i forget what the 
basically Stardock is going to be able be able to create new names or new games in Star Control. <clears throat> and uh, I, do, I do have that email open. Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm looking it's, at it now too. Basically, Stardock gets to make new Star Control games, and um, Paul and Fred get to make new Urquan Masters games, which is what the re-release of Star Control Two was called. So. I don't know. Here's the thing. Brad Wardell is like a garbage man. He's like a fucking okay. trash man. Do you know anything about him? No. Star- I've heard yeah. this expre- like this opinion expressed. Okay, before. so he's the guy who he runs Stardock. Um yes. and he is like um he he was like pro gamergate. Oh. Um he, uh, just googling Brad Wardell real quick, CEO of Starduck. Yeah, if you go to his website, he's like, "Oh, I'm infamously opinionated. I made the Gamers Bill of Rights." I mean, some of it was like about about um, uh, digital rights management, which like, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, um, like that's good. His Wikipedia does have a views section that mentions in two separate things: digital digital rights management and then media bias. Yeah, no, he thinks that. Um, he says that games journalism has become too politicized and right. Gamergate is great. He fucking sucks. Um, he's like a bad dude. And so okay. the fact that they're like, like they're in a tough spot basically because they are not going to win a suit against Stardock. And I mean, I think probably it's best for them. It sucks that Brad Wardell gets is going to like get to go ahead making more star control games. Cause I only realized this year that star control origins had come out, which is the game right. that Stardock made because I feel like I didn't hear anything about it. It was like three or four or like it was last year, I guess. I don't even when, know when, when it came out, it was, it was after all of this like litigation stuff had, had like come to a head and people are like, well, clearly that's not going to come out. And then it just kind of came out as a surprise. It just kind of came out. Like, and then I think it was taken down from steam for a sec. Yeah, like like, like five days later or and something. Then, and then I think it came back. Um, it's very confusing. It, I mean, it, it looks not good. It looks like like a, a video game that isn't a good Star Control game. Um, so Star Control Origins twenty nine ninety nine on Steam right now. Uh, Still available. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hate Brad Wardell a lot. Okay. Um, but I'm glad that uh, Ford and Reich get to make kind of Star Control games, I guess. Um, okay. Stardock gets to sell the first three games in the series now, which is huh. good because it makes them available again for, because they right. weren't for a long time. Uh, it's bad because they get 50% of the royalties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've done nothing for that. But yeah. Um, Stardock feels like a weird company. Like I remember when they put out Sins of a Solar Empire um, and was like kind of excited. I liked that game a lot when it first came out. And then like they put out Demigod, which was like a one of the original MOBAs, like one of the original commercial MOBAs that like just kind of, but it was like also 40 bucks. And then like League of Legends came out like two months later and was free. Uh, and I feel like ever since that kind of happened, um, 
Stardock has been in like this weird place where they just feel kind of irrelevant, <laughs> I guess. Like especially and then like like GOG came out and like they, they had their own like um uh game selling service or whatever to compete with Steam, which uh Stardock had originally also tried to do. It feels like Stardock is like a company that just that does things poorly that then like somebody else does very well two months later and then completely eats their lunch. Um, and has done that for years, and I'm kind of amazed that they're still kind of around. Like the the company still exists. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's just me. Like I don't I don't know. Like and uh, so it's it's just this whole thing seems just kind of weird to me. Like the the beekeeping thing, especially because Brad Wardell seems like he's such a garbage guy. Like feels like, like this is the thing that I keep hearing mentioned uh, in accordance with this uh, whole thing. And the beekeeping thing just continues to feel to me like, you know brands want you to know that they are people too yeah. like it, it it feels like very mercenary kind of like um hey like we're likable and f- quirky and fun yeah I don't know. i'm probably not going to buy any of these games <laughs> i'm gonna be completely honest like i don't i don't think any of these like, i don't have much of a much skin in that game i don't have much skin I in mean, the star control you game. should you should play star control 2 at some point okay i think i think you might like it uh I think it's still. I think you can still get it for free as the Urquan Masters. I'm not 100 percent sure, but um, okay. uh, yeah. Sure. Well, I think that's kind of probably our, our going to be our official take on the situation for now, which is that it seems like a weird situation, like a complicated one that is <laughs> good in some ways and bad in others. Uh, and if uh, you want to send us uh, your questions in the future so that we can answer them, uh, you can go to podcasts at. Is it podcast or podcasts? I can never remember. Um, hmm. I have the wrong email open up now. It is podcast at fanbyte.com. Fanbyte with a Y, obviously. Like the website, Fanbyte, which you can go to at any time to read any of our cool stuff. We've got articles about pretty much all the games you've heard about here today, except for Star Control. I don't think we wrote anything about Star Control 2 recently. Maybe we should rectify that. Um, and you can also find Nikki. Uh, on uh, that website as well as Twitter. Where can they find you, though? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Godzilla, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. Wish me a happy birthday. A happy Twitter birthday, please. Oh, okay. This is like, wait, is it your actual birthday? No. 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 Okay. I'm, like I said, you get my condolences. I don't know about congratulations. <laughs> uh, Merritt, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, at Mary Kay, uh, two R's, two T's. And, um, yeah, also on the website, I've been doing micro reviews again yeah so, those have been very fun i read the uh, soma cruise one this morning <laughs> yeah soma cruise is great not real though yeah. sadly not real and also sadly has not been in a game in way too long uh i need to check a bloodstain at some point because that's just like seems like a sequel to those soma cruise games uh Anyway, you can check out me and my opinions about video games on the website fanbyte.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Steven Strum. That's Steven with a V, S-T-R-O-M for the last name. And uh, I'm mostly just playing Final Fantasy and writing about that lately. So if you want to hear more about that, you can uh, definitely find it. Anyway, uh, we'll be back next week, next Wednesday, with another episode of Fanbyte the Fanbyte Podcast. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining me. And thank you, all you listeners, for listening. Uh, Nikki, what do we tell people? Thanks for the knowledge. Thank you for the knowledge. And Merritt, thank you. <laughs> and thank you. Hi.
விட்டர